Welcome to the Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Welcome to the Intentional Bride. And today we're going to talk about the bride that builds the wall. And just to contextualize, we're coming from a place of tragedy just like last week and the children of Israel, the Israelites basically had experienced a lot of tragedy. They were in exile under the Babylonian rule and these people had come and they had destroyed the city. They destroyed the temple that God built during the time of Solomon. We're talking about the temple that when it was built, the presence of God fell on it like a cloud. And here are people who had come and completely annihilated that. They destroyed the city. And so the children of Israel at this point are thinking God has absolutely forgotten us and there's no way God is thinking about us. So fast forward, we see a king called Cyrus release the, the Israelites from exile. And he sent them on their merry way to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild their city. And on their way to Jerusalem, and they go and they obviously it's all tore up and they're rebuilding and they're rebuilding their city. And we see this, the story highlight a few other leaders who came in to help rebuild the city, such as Zerubbabel came to rebuild the city itself. Then we see Ezra who came to try and rebuild the temple. And then well, a few years later, we see Nehemiah come into the scene. Nehemiah is interesting because Nehemiah worked as a governor in Babylon under the Persian king. And he was under the rule of King Xerxes. And so when he had heard what was happening in Israel, because he was an Israelite, he prayed to God for wisdom and then went back to the king and was like, would you allow me to go and build the wall for Israel? And uh, the king was like, that's fine. You can go and send him on his merry way with loads of resources and an armed escort. And I think for Nehemiah in his mind, he was like, let me go and build a wall to cover the shame. Because Israel in its heyday was known to have this God that was undefeated. He was a heavyweight champion. You could not. They were untouchable. Their reputation went before and behind and besides them. He was known and he was feared. And they had fallen from glory and they were absolutely in desolation and the remnant that was left behind was building so i think for nehemiah he's like let me go and build a wall that covers that shame that just protects them that that hides them their shame from everybody from just seeing how far they've come how broken they are and for me i just felt in this moment that when when we are at our most vulnerable when we are at our most broken this is when we should ask god to help build us a wall a wall of security in our minds to keep going, a wall of hope, a wall of courage to face our tomorrow, even when the very fabric of our being dictates that we give up. It is important that we be intentional to build a wall. And so we see Nehemiah go in there and the story unfolds on how he, he gets everybody involved, everybody, and they start to rebuild the wall. And as soon as they start to rebuild the wall, those around them begin to speak about negatively about them and about what they're doing. And even begin to come together to try and conspire to take them down. You see, sometimes when you're rebuilding your life and you're taking charge of what's been stagnant for years and you're taking charge of, of, of your destiny and maybe you've just been living life but you've just been living it day by day you haven't been fulfilled you've not been living in purpose it's just been a painful existence 
then God begins to stir your heart, you know, start exercising, start looking for purpose, start reading this book, start walking into this space. And there's always going to be that person who comes and says, you know, you think you're special, you think you're doing it different, or you think you think you're better than us. And that is a point at which where many people give up. When they're just starting to find that strength, that little ounce of strength, telling them, you know, step up, you can do it, you have what it takes, you're unique, you're individual. That's when people will give up. And that's when the devil sends the most attack because it's in that moment of brokenness, anything can take you down. And it's so important that before you begin to work on yourself, before you begin to work on the new version of who you're becoming, that you begin with your mind and you build walls, strongholds anchored in God not strongholds that are not of him, but barriers that are anchored in God, that I am, I know who I am. Greater is he that lives in me than he that is in this world. Greater is my redeemer. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am blessed because he calls me blessed. I am beautiful because he says I'm beautiful. And you build up these truths and the walls begin to come and you are empowered in these truths so that when the devil comes with limiting thoughts you know that you're not those things so when you start feeling like i'm not good enough i'm not enough i don't have what it takes you have already built walls and knocked those walls down and you know that that is not a truth for you and so the god told me say to them build walls in me what have i said over your life not what your situation is saying not what your circumstances are saying not what your spouse is saying, not what your job is saying, not what your employer is saying, not what your situation is saying, but what has God said over your life? You are the remnant in today's 2020. Today's 2020 is not easy. Many people are like, you know what, let's let's start again in 2020. Let's erase from our calendar. It didn't happen. It's been horrible. It's just in fact, if there's a time it's hard being a Christian, it's now. Because you get people asking you things like, oh, so you, you believe in healing. You believe in the healing power of God. So why are you wearing a mask? Why are you scared of coronavirus? So where is this God to stop this global pandemic that has claimed so many lives? Where is this God who has not stepped in when my job was going or my company was going under as a result of this pandemic? Where is he when my children have slept hungry or I've been unable to make ends meet or I've been thrown out of my apartment or what still I've stooped down to very low levels to survive? This is a time where being a Christian is hard. In fact, a lot of the people who stand before us as examples have also, I think, retreated into shells and they're like, you know, they're also confused. Churches are empty. People are scared of going to sit. And for those who are going, you know, it's you're wearing your mask, you're there, you're, you're fed of the word, but you go home and you're like, I don't know if I have what it takes. God is asking us to build up walls. Hold on to the faith. Hold on to the faith, even if it isolates, even if it causes people to reject you, even if it doesn't make any sense. The wall is faith. The wall is him. He is the wall. The word is, he said to me, I want to build walls. My children, my bride is hurting. I want to build walls. I want to surround her nakedness. I want to surround her brokenness. I want to surround her pain and just give her a chance to recover from 
these things that she's going through. So I just hope today that this word of Nehemiah touches your heart. When Nehemiah was in the process of building the walls and he had heard that the enemies was getting ready to attack, he said to them, build with one hand, hold a weapon with the other hand. So as you're building your wall, you have your weapon so that when the attacks come, you fight and we keep building the walls. And he put, he stationed people where there were gaps. And God said to me, tell them to stand guard over their hearts. Stand guard over your mind. When that lie that comes into your mind telling you that you don't have what it takes comes, you stand with the word of God, with the weapon that is the word, the sword of the spirit, and you command that truth to get behind you because that is not what God has called for you. Yes, you don't stand in your previous glory. Yes, you are not as magnificent as you are before. Yes, you've been dragged through the mud and you don't know if you can make it. But what is true and what remains is that God Almighty, He reigns. His words are yes and amen. A time is coming when God is going to come into your space and He's going to restore everything that has been plundered. And you know what? And no one will know because your walls will stand tall and your generations will be secured. And He will bless you for trusting in him at a time where it's so difficult to trust because we barely see the goodness if it's like if if you if it's like where i come from i mean every country right now has a story but if it's like from kenya the corruption scandals and the this is just a sense of heaviness over the country and just a sense of defeat people are hurting people are broken people are hungry people are literally broke but the word is, hold on, put on the walls, put up the walls, put up the walls, put up the walls. And let's trust that God will send the kind of help that we're looking for. Be intentional in your space. Put up the walls in spite of tragedy, in spite of whatever is going on in your marriage, in spite of whatever is going on in your circumstances. Put up the walls. And won't you just put up the walls and hold on for dear life? And wait for your Redeemer to come through for you. I really hope this word encourages. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.